0: guys welcome to number 150 ever episode of a talk with chase i'm chase coburn today we are back with another episode of Wiz talk with chase today we are going to be recapping the devastating loss the wizards had at home against the san antonio spurs reacting to the thomas tomas Duransky signing that will most likely happen, and he actually played for the Spurs last night, so we'll kind of break that down in the middle of the recap, and we will also preview the Wizards at Cavaliers game. that will be taking place in about an hour and 10 minutes as I am recording this episode. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, view. We did get over the 3,000 mark, but we have not gotten a lot of views recently. What are you guys doing? I mean, there's no reason to do that. Subscribe, follow, share, and view and you, so we can hit that mark, and I really, really, really appreciate it. Let's get into this right now. I do want to let you know, sorry if there is some noise in the background, I currently am in my grandparents' house in New Jersey, so it's not as good audio quality, and there is more, a little more talk in the background, so I definitely am very sorry for that, but we just got to live in the circumstances that we are, because that will definitely not stop us from recapping, reacting, and previewing on this podcast. Let's get into this. This was a fun game. I do not care that the Wizards lost. This is obviously I care, but in general, this was a fun game. Like this will be a game when I look back at the season, whether it's a championship somehow, some way, or whether it's a first overall pick. And I'm gonna say that these were the fun games this season. This was a fun game. This was a game that I will remember. This was a game that that was just generally fun. And whenever the Spurs took a lead right and the Wizards needed to come back, they came back. And I think it showed a lot of what both teams can do. When either team would really come out to a big deficit, both teams would come back and do their job. And honestly, I mean, it's a fun game. You can read my um, my com article. I will also link that again later in the episode to preview today's game. And I also talked about a little about the Spurs game. The fourth most points in an NBA game in the last 25 years. The Wizards... Lost one hundred fifty seven to one hundred fifty three in double overtime. To be honest, again, just such 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 a, such a fun game to watch. Daniel Gafford, seventeen points, six rebounds. Three assists, one block. And, yes, I do know Thomas Bryant was playing on an injury. But I think a general Daniel Gafford, after being injured, after being on the COVID list, he's officially found him, his spot, the starting center, again tonight as well. Um, I think he is a better player than Thomas Bryant. And I think he's just now starting to get back in that in that mode, in that shape of playing. And Because, uh, again, he was on the COVID list. And I say health, COVID list, health, safety protocol list. And it, he had some injuries. So, I feel like he's getting back into action and playing great basketball, which is definitely important. Something that I did not like is that no one on the Wizards bench had a positive plus minus or just a nothing plus minus. Like every single player that played on the bench had a negative plus minus. Now, don't really have much to say about Cassius Winston in this game. I know I usually like to talk about the young players. He didn't exactly do much for me, um, didn't really – see anything noticeable out of his play Denny Avdia though despite being in minus seven off the bench he was great 14 points nine rebounds one assist two steals one block great efficiency especially from the three-point line this is the Daniel Gafford I have been looking for I mean not Daniel Gafford Denny Avdia I've been looking for for so long I was looking for it I was ready to find it and he was making great defensive plays down the stretch he was playing great offense and I'm pretty sure he has like five straight games now with double-digit points around that kind of like Three, four, five straight games, double-digit points. Denny Avdi is not only be, being good on the defensive side of the ball, he is learning how to really play great on the offensive side of the ball, shooting the ball well. And, and that's another thing the Wizards did great on. They shot the, ball, shot the ball so well. There's not one player in the starting lineup that didn't shoot well from three. The worst player that shot from three was Corey Kispert. And... When Corey Kispert were a three-point shooter, it's usually not a bad idea because he shot 40% from downtown. And uh, again, he was also tied with Kadiv's Caldwell Pope when it comes to that category. But um I, in general, not much from Bui Moore, not much from Thomas Bryant, not much from Ish Smith. But in general, I mean Kyle Kuzma played great, Kispert played great, Gaffer played great, Neto play great, Caldwell Pope played great, and they were really going with the sixth the sixth to end the game, with Kuzma Kispert, who was definitely Kuzma. Yeah, it was always Kuzma, Neto, Caldwell, Pope, and Avdia. And then Neto and, and Gafford would really, uh, I'm sorry, Neto and Kispert, I, no, Gafford and Kispert, excuse me, would go back and forth, back and forth, depending on whether they need offense or defense, all that. And I think West Elton Jr. coached well. I do think Kyle Kuzma needs to learn, like, while he is definitely a great player or while he is really, he's going to be an all-star next year. Like, the way he is developing right now, he will be an all-star next year. He's still not a number one. While he was the best player for the Wizards last game, he's still not a number one. I think he was forcing some shots they shouldn't have forced. Could be his to, to a Pope? Yes, he had 24 points, but it was really much more of a lot early. I didn't like what I saw from him at the end. So I'm going to mention later today in my preview that he didn't have a great, great, good game. Even though I guess he did, but I, I didn't see anything memorable from him. Um, it's on the top of my head, you know, but in general, going over to the Spurs, Spurs are going to be a great team. i am upset the Greg Popovich. Um, he's probably going to retire in the next couple of years. I wish he could be around for this Spurs era because I, I got to give around plus this is a great team. The Spurs. I, I know they're not going to be, they're not great right now. The Spurs are going to be a playoff team easily in the next couple of years. This is going to be a great basketball team. This is going to be a team that will be scary for years and years to come. This is the kind of game I was looking for. And, yes, I watched the Spurs. But I don't watch them so closely to actually break them down, right? But Keldon Johnson, really that score that they needed. DeJounte Murray, 31-13-14. and He led a triple-double with that many points. That is absolutely unheard of. That was absolutely unbelievable. Devin Vassell played good. Jakob poto Right before we, as the Wizards, forced him to shoot free throws. He got it done. He got it done. You can see what it was like. He got it done. And a lot of players play great. Lonnie Walker, really a dangerous shooter. Yes, didn't shoot uh, well from the free throw line, but she really shot well from the field and from three. I and mean, then going over to Tomas Sadoransky, and that's kind of reacting. It's not officially. It's not official that he signed to the Wizards, but it almost is. I mean, he had a buyout with the Spurs in his first game with San Antonio. And he will... Most likely be signing with the Wizards, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. which when Wojt reports something, usually gonna happen. So, um, I, I'm really looking forward to see Tomas Sadransky go back with the Wizards. I think he definitely compliments Ish Smith well because Helen Letters is easily that starting point guard. He's shown he's uh, a very good starting point guard. And if you want to learn more about that, check out my com article that previews the Wizards Cavaliers game coming up in an hour. But I think Tomas Sadransky compliments. Ishmith well as the backup because Ishmith is getting older and he will need some rest and I think Tomas is a guy to come in there play decent defense, get some assists, get some points and not do anything bad for the team and just do his job and I think that's someone that the Wizards need right now if they do want to make a push for the play-in tournament they will be getting Porzingis so I think getting um, Tomas Sadoransky who's a decent passer and does his job well, he doesn't usually do anything bad for his team Well, he might not do anything exciting or electrifying or really that great for his team he gets the job done and does what he has to do and i think that's someone that the wizards need right now because ishmith does that but he is also sometimes cold mainly because of his age i mean he is getting up there in age so i think getting tomas adoransky compliments him really well and is a very good move by tommy shepherd and i'm just really looking forward to see what he can do with the wizards now assuming he does um, sign with the wizards which is uh which is the main rumor i mean Rhodes reports something it happens. DeJounte, just real quick, back to the fantasy points. DeJounte Maria getting 55 to 60 fantasy points. He got 65. I had Kyle Kuzma getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 69. I had Rui Hachimura getting 20 to 25 fantasy points. He got 16. And I had Keldon Johnson getting 20 to 25 fantasy points. He got 46. Below average, average for me, not great. I am now 31 to 28 on my predictions, which is the best, but the Wizards have a 27-32 to 32 record, but let's see what they could do tonight in this game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Again, it is coming up in about an hour, as I am recording this episode, for the Cavaliers, and it's going to be a big talk, talked about them in my preview article, I'm talking about it here, the injuries for the Cavaliers, Darius Garland, out, Rashad Rondo, out, Karis LeVert, out, Colin Sexton, out, they're all out, they're all out, which gives the Wizards an opening, even though they are still suffering the injuries of Christoph Porzingis. And Bradley Beal, I'm hoping that the next game that the Wizards do play the Porzingas will be ready, I'm, at least I'm hoping, you know. Really on the probable starters, Howland, Meadow, Corey Kisberg, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford. I don't think it's because of Thomas Bryant being injured. I think simply Daniel Gafford's earned that rollback, that he is back in basketball. Shape, You know, I know he was out of all the safety protocol and he just needed to return back. Looked a little bit, maybe he was out of shape. I'm not 100% sure. But now he's back. He's getting that roll back and really excited to see what that starting five could do. Because uh, that is the expected starting five. The expected starting five for the Cavaliers. Brandon Gowin, Isaac Gora, Laurie Markin, and Evan Mobley, and Jerry Allen. Moving on to my prediction. I have the Wizards winning by 12, 108 to 96. I do think it's around the 8 to 12 range. Uh, or for a win with the Wizards like the range of their, of their win. But we starting with my Coburn's catch. I think the Wizards will win because of their forwards. Cadavius Cloreau may not have had a great game against San Antonio last night, but he will most likely be guarded by Laurie Markkinen, and he is a better defender, scorer, shooter, and is faster than Markkinen. That is a matchup he will take advantage of. Denny Avdia made some great plays and important plays against the Spurs on both sides of the ball, and he is going against a weaker Cavaliers bench. Kispert has had double-digit... Double-digit points in his last two games, and it's starting to be the Corey Kispert I envisioned at the beginning of the season. The Wizards forwards will do well, and the team will find uh, find and take over on mismatches, uh, mismatches to win the game. Learn more on my Chases, article. I will put that uh, article in the description. Moving on to spread time. Wizards plus 8, Cavaliers minus 8 over under 205.5 I would pick the over, and I would pick the Wizards. Obviously, I have the Wizards winning by 8-12 to range, 12 to be exact. And for my spot, I would have the Wizards minus 4, Cavaliers plus 4 over under 210.5. I would pick the over, and I would pick the Wizards. Still pick the same things, but I I just can't believe that they have that. I mean, the Cavaliers have so many injuries. Yes, the Wizards do, but the Wizards actually have a good point differential. Learn more about that in my ChaseSports.com article since Beal came out. So, um, at least, uh, and since the Borzingas trade, too, even without him is my point. So, The Wizards have still found ways to win, and I just think they should be favored in this game considering the Cavaliers injuries, with one of their two All-Stars being out. Moving on to fantasy outlook, I have Kyle Kuzma getting fifty-five to sixty fantasy points. I have Hal Neto getting thirty-five to forty fantasy points. I have Catavius Codwell Pope getting twenty-five to thirty fantasy points. And I have Denny Agia getting twenty-five to thirty fantasy points. I do want to also predict Jared Allen. I do, I kinda of wanted to do all wizards because I'm very high on what specific specifically the wizards can do in this game. But if you look at Jared Allen, I say fifty to fifty-five fantasy points for him tonight. I do think people have a good game, and I do think that he—he's you know, their star right now. He's their all-star. He's gonna have to step up. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm easily giving this percentage a, uh, a exclamation point. ESPN giving one a seventy-five. 75- point seven percent chance of winning doesn't make sense at all the wizards have proven to be a competitive team without their stars and are now going against a cleveland team without four of their top five players this percentage easily gets an exclamation point for me last but not least here you go guys who you got kyle kuzma will be the best player on the floor tonight kuzma put up 36 8 7 2 and 1 last night and has proven that he can hang around with some great players, all-star, all-NBA caliber players. Now, with not a top-tier player to guard Kuzma's strength, plus his ability to outscore Cleveland's uh, Cleveland because of uh, Garland's injury, Kuzma will be the who-ya-got player of the game. But the stat line that looks like. 34.7 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 57% field goal shooting. Who shoot better from the field? Who will have less points, have less rebounds? In general, a pretty similar game, though. I do think he will be smarter with the ball. I do think he'll make more smart decisions. But this time, Dobbs is proud to be what say. I do think the Wizards will get a W. Hope you guys do enjoy the game. I might not be able to watch it because I am in New Jersey, but I definitely no matter what, I will be catching up on that, and you guys will see a full recap in that game. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, view, please check out my Chaseysportsnews.com article in the description below. I will put it at the top of the description. I think it's a great article that describes a cool prediction on the one out of a million chance um, kind of section that I did start on there. I think it also, again, breaks down. Not only the game, but also what the Wizards can do now in the future. So, yeah, please check that off if you haven't. I really think it describes, again, a lot about this game and the Wizards' future. Hope you guys did enjoy. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace. We out. Peace.